The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And you're welcome back to The Last Word. It's Ian Guider sitting in for Matt today. Now, from today, TDs and Senators are getting a pay rise. It will see the wages of our elected representatives reach the highest figure since the Celtic Tiger era. So how much are they getting and are they worth it? Danny McConnell is political editor with the Irish Examiner. Bernard Durkin is a Fine Gael TD for Kildare North. And Ruth Coppinger is a former Solidarity TD. Danny, I want to start with you. T- pay rises for TDs and centres going up today. How much can you get? Yeah, Ian, uh, so TDs will see their salaries go up uh, to 107,376 um, um, and <clears throat> uh, that's up from 105,271 while a senator's salary will go up from 73,726 to 75,000 201. So it's a significant increase. But we also know that there's another pay rise due, another 1.5% pay rise due on October 1st. And that's all part because they're tied to the public service pay agreement. Um, and ultimately, um, the, you know, as long any time those, those pay increases kick in, they kick in for TDs and senators as well. The government ministers and the Taoiseach and Taunashta have waived their salary, part of their salary in the past during the COVID era. Are they still doing it? And will they still do it with this, with this rise? They are still doing it, and ultimately, what the, the decision taken by the cabinet at the moment, uh, uh, when they took office in 2020, was to gift back a proportion not only of their ministerial part of their salary, but their overall salary. So ministers at senior and junior level are giving uh, quite a quite a substantial part of, of their salary away. Um, so ultimately, you know, the tonish or sorry, the teachers' gross pay is two hundred and thirty thousand three hundred and seventy two. Um, but there are there are certain amounts uh, deducted back. So if the <clears throat> the amount is give, gifted back annually by the Taoiseach at the moment, yes, currently stands at twenty four thousand nine hundred and eleven. For the Taunashi, it's just over twenty two thousand nine hundred, and for other ministers, it's just over twenty one thousand. So you're seeing that they're gifting back a substantial amount of money uh, every year. Um, uh, and obviously, what we've seen in recent times, Ian, is reports from junior ministers um, complaining that because they don't get the normal overnight allowance that, that's payable to TDs, um, that it's costing them too much money to actually be in Dublin during the week. So they're essentially going home uh, at night time because they have a driver rather than staying in Dublin. Uh, and obviously, that's impinging on their ability to do their job. So there, there, there is an argument coming from some quarters that you know there is a need to increase you know, particularly the pay for junior ministers. Um, and we know that Sinn Féin... Um, is that really going to back- happen, Danny, in a cost-of-living crisis? I wouldn't have thought so, but uh, I think, you know, they would argue that they, they're impinged in that cost-of-living crisis as much as everybody else. We're at a time where the, there is full employment and the economy posted a very sizable surplus, so it's not we're not in an era of austerity. Um, it, the point must be made as well is that the Sinn Féin party, um, that they, their TDs have collectively yet decided once again to forego any pay increases. So what we've seen in recent times is every time that these pay increases have kicked in, uh, Sinn Féin members have essentially gifted that money back to the state you know, and, and tried to maintain a kind of a, a more modest wage. We also know, that, I suppose, but that's a far cry from where Sinn Féin were previously, where they were literally only taking uh, the average industrial wage. So, you know, there is there is an issue around cost and pay and, and you know, politicians, you know, are certainly privately, uh, you know, uh, crying out that, that, that 
you know, certainly they, they are feeling the pinch as much as everybody else. Uh, and they would argue that, you know, that it cost them an awful lot of money to do their job. Um, but, you know, I doubt there'd be much sympathy uh, for them. Um, um, and there are probably lots of people out there who think they're not worth the, this pay increase that they're going to get. But as I said, as long as they're tied to the public service pay agreements, their pay will go up and down uh, in line with all of the public servants. Bernard Durkin, Finnegal TD for Kildare North. You're getting an extra couple of grand today and more to come later on this year. Are you taking it? Good evening. Well, <clears throat> my attitude has always been that uh, whatever uh, is coming uh, my way or our way, uh, whether it be a cut or an increase, I think we have to we have to accept it. I think, you know, you can make the case and say, well, we won't allow TDs an increase. And then you ask yourself the question, why are so many TDs leaving? Uh, the 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 rockers at the present time, and uh, you, you, maybe that's one of them. I don't know. Maybe it's for a, a multitude of, of factors. But one way, uh, one thing is certain: as long as we have to accept and we have to accept public service cuts along with everybody else, and we did that, and I have no difficulty doing that. And uh, uh, I've said that all along. By the same token, if we're saying, well, look, we will uh, only accept X of, of an increase ever in the future. I don't think that is going to do any great service to the Oireachtas and to the members of the Oireachtas of all parties. But and you're I earning think, more than the average public sector worker out there and they're earning a lot more than the average worker in the private sector out there and you're also benefiting from the cost of living measures your government announced in Budget 2023 and again a couple of weeks ago. Well, you're getting all the same increases to allow you to meet the cost of living crisis as well. No, uh, we, 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 we are tied to uh, the executive offices, the lower-grade executive offices in the civil service. So it's not that we're getting paid over above and beyond everybody else. We're getting uh, payment on par with a number, uh, a fairly substantial number of public service. And, you know, if, if somebody wants to change that, by all means. And, uh, you know, we have, we, we have to accept what goes. But taking a, a beating uh, for something on the basis that uh, people don't like you or nobody likes public representatives, we know that. Uh, but taking a meeting for that purpose and for no other purpose is not going to do any good, A, to the public service, or B, to the delivery of a service to the public, which we are obliged to do as members of the Iraqis. Do you think, Bernard, when people look at these salaries and they'll say, that's a really good salary, I wish I had that amount of money already, could you not gift that money back to the state or wave it the way that's the right. cabinet is? That's right. I've heard, I've heard many people say that I would like that job. And, and my answer to them always is, you, you can have it. You, you, you have to work for it, you have to stand for election, and you have to work for it. And I would be one of the people who would believe in working hard. Like, I start my day 6 o'clock in the morning uh, to be in work at a reasonable time with traffic and so on and so forth. A lot of other people do the same thing. And you'd be but getting your allowances for that travel as well, wouldn't well, you? Well, you see, you don't get allowances for everything, you see. Everybody gets allowances for travel in the course of their work. Everybody, in the public and the private sector. Nobody wants to admit it. And you will get an allowance as well. If you, in the course of your work for today, have to go to Mullingar or somewhere else in the course of your work, you will get an allowance for that. Otherwise, you'll be travelling at your own expense. And that doesn't happen. So that applies to all workers in both the public and the private sector. So, again, it depends. Like, I work hard. I expect everybody in my office to work hard. And we do work hard all the time. Are you working harder than a year ago to justify an extra two grand? Say again? Are you working harder than a year ago? Well, I would say I was, yes. Yes, definitely working in, in the last 12 months harder than before because we have, we have the backlog of what happened to everybody in, in relation to COVID and we were only coming out of the, 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 uh, 
recession still not out of it really. So more is expected of us. We're supposed to be more readily available to the public uh, to meet more people who have a difficulty. And there are many people who have difficulties now. And we hear about that every day. And I understand that. And we have to do, uh, we have to give a good service. And we're obliged to give a good service, to my mind. Uh, other than just uh, uh, assuming, well, okay, we'll take the salary, and that's all. That's all uh, uh, as far as our responsibility goes. Ruth I, Cop- think- I, I want to bring in Ruth Coppinger. You've had a, g- a good bit there, Bernard. I will bring you back in. Ruth Coppinger, if you were still in the door, would you be taking this increase? Well, of course I wouldn't. There should be a vote in the doll on this, and of course we would vote against it. Uh, I just start by saying that this is completely indefensible at a time when there's a cost of living crisis, when supports are going to be taken away from many families when there's a housing crisis the government isn't building homes etc but more to the point there's no need for a TD to be getting a six figure salary plus obviously generous expenses Bernard was talking there about being worth it and putting in a good shift there's austerity when it suits so when nurses when teachers which there's a massive shortage of, by the way. There's a recruitment and retention crisis, Bernard. But yet, no uh, remuneration is being given to retain essential, mainly women workers, in the public sector. But yet, money can be found to pay TDs and senators. And that's absolutely galling for so many tens of thousands of workers out there. There's huge shortages in, in many he talked about full employment. There's actually huge shortages in, you know, construction and so on. But let's take the public service that you mentioned. Recently, teachers, nurses and a whole range of other essential workers got a one and a half percent public sector pay deal. This is way beyond that. And, uh, you know, so when, when he talks about putting in a good shift, there wasn't enough money to give uh, increases to those workers to retain them, particularly in Dublin where there's an acute shortage affecting many young people in schools, subjects being dropped, classes being enlarged, and so on. And yet TDs are able to get a pay rise. It's absolutely scandalous, and it's not justifiable. I I was launching a march today for International Women's Day, which is next Wednesday. You know, there's going to be a march from the Spire at 5.30. And there's so many women workers in this country who proved during covid who proved during the pandemic how essential they were and still they're essentially being insulted by no assistance from the government to help them through the cost of living crisis and the massive workload that they've taken on. I want to bring in, in Bernard. I do want to bring in Bernard here now. And Bernard, I know this, that the country has taken in an awful lot of taxes. It's not austerity times. Money is coming in. But as Ruth said, the optics is there are people out there in other professions like the nursing sector and teachers who say, look, we can't live on the salaries we're being paid right now. Well, that's quite true. And uh, all of the public service is uh, going to benefit from the public service uh, wage increase. But they don't increase. earn a six-figure salary. Well, Nurses see, don't the, earn that and neither do teachers. There isn't a situation in the country where everybody earns the same salary. That, that, that's uh, uh, um, um, Comic-Con countries used to do that once upon a time where everybody earns the same salary. We don't have that system here uh, and, 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 and I think it's just as well. But I think that the fact that uh, Ruth's saying this from outside the Iraqis is very much easier to say. However, the point I would make is this, is that a lot of people are leaving the service in the Oireachtas as, as TDs and senators and, and going elsewhere. And why is that? Simply because either the conditions are better or 
the, 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 the wages are better. I don't, well, I don't know. But I'm not suggesting, the, I'm, I'm not suggesting, huge, I'm not suggesting, I'm not, no, no, I'm, 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 just wait a second I, now. I just I didn't interrupt. There's a uh, massive exodus of nurses and teachers. That's the, that's my, my exact point. You well, said that, that this that, was that, necessary that, that, to retain TDs. No, TDs no, I didn't have a choice. They stand one at a time, please. One at a time. Say, well, no, hold on now. Sorry. I didn't interrupt anybody. And I would like to be treated with some respect in that order. So if we could go back again, I didn't suggest it. And I didn't suggest it from outside the Iraqis either. It's easy to suggest that somebody else should take a pay cut or a relative pay cut at any given time and ask people, you know, how do they like that? That's not the way things work. I think that we should all be responsible. I think whatever job we have to do, we should do it well. If there are pay cuts on the way, we should take those cuts, and, and, and as we have done in the past. If there, okay, are to, 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 if there are pay increases to readjust afterwards, well then, that's up to ourselves. For those who don't want to take such increases, by all means, let them take it. But don't uh, go down the road of saying, well, there are people less well paid. There are, of course, and there are also a lot of people better paid. Bernard, I'm going to let Ruth now come in on this. You've had a good run there. Yeah, the, there's a huge... Well, first of all, when Bernard said it's easy for me to say, I actually went back into teaching during the pandemic. Um, obviously, the, the salary is a lot less than it is for a TD. Most teachers and nurses would start off on about a third of what a TD earns. Obviously, then there's a, an incremental scale that you go up a certain amount each year based on experience. A TD, every single TD gets paid a six-figure salary, right? So the idea that you're somehow benchmarking along with other public sector workers is completely untrue. There's a massive exodus out of nursing, a massive exodus of doctors, a massive exodus of teachers and a whole range of health workers and social care because of the intolerable work conditions and the fact that people can't afford to live in the cities. On the point about expenses, because maybe there is an issue with accommodation costs, etc. But that should be completely separate to salary. You know, expenses should be adjusted accordingly. You don't get paid more in your salary to justify whatever increased cost there may be. So uh, I really don't think that there's any justification for this. And I think I challenge Bernard, is he going to put this as a vote in the doll so that TT, TDs actually put their money we'll, where their mouth we'll is? Fi- we'll have to find out. And I'm really sorry, Bernard, we're out of time here in this one. Ruth Coppinger, Bernard Durkin and Danny McConnell, thank you very much. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.